Welcome to In The Loop, the Charlotte Area Chambers podcast, where we talk about everything Charlotte with area business and community leaders. Here are your hosts, Chamber Chief Operating Officer Michael Orzak and CEO of Chase Media, Diane Chase. Hi, Monica. Welcome to In The Loop. I'm Michael Orzak, along with my co-host, Diane Chase. In today's episode, we'll be talking to Monica Young, who is a productivity consultant, we're thrilled to have her on our show today. Welcome, Lisa, and our welcome, Monica and Diane. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful to have you today, Monica. Thanks, Michael. And the magic word these days, because we are all pulled in 9,000 new directions, is productivity. So, Give us a little background in terms of how you came to be a professional in this area. Yeah, so it's really interesting. I pretty much came out of the womb organizing things. It's just one of the things that I do naturally. But as far as professionally, I served in the fitness industry for almost 25 years. And the last five or six years of that, I ended up coaching Uh, fitness and wellness professionals and how to have a successful business. And then after 25 years, I was tired of fitness, retired and went into professional organizing and I was doing more home organizing, but then I very quickly ended up coaching professional organizers and how to have a successful business as well. But I realized during COVID, I kind of was doing an assessment and I realized that my true gift, my true passion, the things I the thing I always come to is that business coaching, but within that, it is productivity. It is teaching people how to do less, accomplish more, be really strategic with their planning and their day-to-day routines, their systems and strategies. And it's just, it's, it's, it's what makes my tail wag <laughs> and I love it. And so just during the COVID transition, I decided to really focus all of my uh, efforts on the consulting part with the productivity. That sounds amazing. So it sounds like it's a combination, a bit of a combination of the personal and professional aspects of life, shall we say? Absolutely. As much as we try to separate the two or to believe that they are separate. And as much as we try to create a so-called balance, it's really just synergy. It's the things that you do in your personal routines and the things that are happening at home affect your work. Even if you're not at home, uh, if you don't have a home office, even if you're away from home, the things going on at home affect you at work and the things going on at work affect you at home. So there's really not a difference between the two. It's just a synergy. Talk us through your approach, if you would. Yeah. So my approach is a little bit different from most productivity consultants. A lot of people in my industry come from a corporate or technical or industrial background, and they're really focused about getting better and faster and more efficient and kind of squeezing more in. My approach comes more from the professional organizer background, and it's about doing less to accomplish more. I'm not trying to get more things done. I'm trying to be really strategic in embracing the essentials, filtering out the fluff and making sure that your time and energy and even your space and money are spent on the things that really matter and that you're not just doing things because you've always done them that way or because your mentor or the person in your position previously did things that way. Um, 
One quick example of that is we tend to, when we schedule meetings, the default is an hour. Why is it an hour? We don't always need an hour for meetings. Why isn't the default 20 minutes or 30 minutes? It's a simple thing, but it makes a huge difference when you look at things and ask, why do we do this? And is it essential or is it fluff? And so again, my approach really is just to filter out that fluff and focus on the essentials, do less, but make more impact. Oh, that's, that's really uh, exciting because I, if you were at our lunch today, somebody talked about their company giving mental health Fridays off and then adding in another day and giving them a hundred dollars to go do something with that, like a massage or self-care kind of thing with that. And then they had to come back and report what they did, but doing that for the past month, their productivity actually went up. Absolutely. So I love that. They, that company is my new best friend. I love them. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone's going to be hitting you up for the name of that company. Michael. <laughs> that sounds so, well, you know, it sounds evolved, right? <laughs> we just have to realize that we have to be smarter about how we conduct our lives and our lives are composed of things we do professionally that really use our talents and our skills and our passions and then the quality of our professional life. And as you said, each feeds the other. Um, Do you see maybe top three challenges that people are facing now that they didn't face a few years ago? Yes. Time. Actually, I'm very close to saying time time and time, (laughs) but time, space, and information are, you know, especially the last few years, but pretty consistently the areas that people tend to have challenges with, with their productivity, the time management, like I said, you know, we schedule our appointments. We don't really need an hour, but if we have an hour, we'll fill it. Uh, You know, 20 minutes would, would probably be much more effective and definitely more productive, but anything with time, task, project management, um, and then, you know, physical space, people have been moving around. We're in the office, we're at home, we've got a home office, we go back and forth. There's a huge challenge there in trying to figure out what do you pack in your bag? What stays at the office? What goes home? What did I forget? Because I'm going back and forth between the home and office. And then the information is, you know, always a big adventure, but a lot of people are moving from uh, paper, lots of paper to trying to go paperless, but they're finding that sometimes that makes things more difficult. So my approach with that is going to less paper, but also being more strategic about that. But yeah, those would be the three areas that I would say most people struggle with time, space, and information. I think we can all identify with that. And the meeting, the meeting length really, I know hits home with everyone like, oh, why didn't you get all this done today? Well, because I was in meetings for meetings sake, you know, um, and, and being really strategic and then tactical at the outcome, right? What it, clarity is, is the beautiful thing, clear, clear on the, the goal and clear on the, the uh, way to get there for sure. Do you find that you're getting more clients from small and mid-sized businesses, entrepreneurs, corporate. Tell us a little bit about the people you work with. 
Great question. I specialize in working with small business owners, but small business owners who have teams. So most of the time I'm working directly with the owner or the operations manager sometimes. And what we're doing carries over into the team. And I do do some team training and workshops, but I really love doing that strategy work, the strategic planning and figuring things out with the owner and then implementing through the team. Typically the size that I work with the most is anywhere from, you know, two up to about 25 uh, employees. It's kind of my sweet spot, but I have worked with companies, especially when we get into like the space organizing and the piles and files. I have something called a productive environment day where we go in, we do a little workshop, everybody goes back to their desk and implements and there's like papers and piles and stuff just floating around everywhere. It's like paper confetti, Uh, but we end up getting that whole office uh, really organized and, and cleaned up and trashing and shredding and recycling. And we have a lot of fun in that process. And I can, I've done that with companies, you know, 100, 200, 250 people uh, where we break it up by department and we'll spend a whole day in each department. So my sweet spot is the up to 25, but I do enjoy playing with some of those bigger teams as well. Oh, I love that. That must be actually pretty exciting and energizing for the teams for you to come in. And it's just like, all right. Everybody go crazy with cleaning up. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> funny because I hear so often, and probably the phrase I hear more than anything else is if I just had more time, I just need to get caught up. I just need one day to get caught up. And we are so busy that we feel like we don't have that time or can't set a set set aside that time and we can't ever get caught up. So we're always on that hamster wheel. So to have like, it's almost a luxury to have that day of let's just get caught up on stuff. Let's just find our stuff, clear out all the rest. And, you know, it just gives you a clean slate and a fresh start. And it is so refreshing and so much fun. Talk about really a a mindset renewal for, for people doing that, right? It just feels like, oh, gosh, I had some catharsis there getting rid of all this stuff. So is there a tipping point when people contact you? And when do you advise people to to actually reach out for some professional help when it comes to being smarter about what they do and why they do it? That's a great question. So two parts on that. The tipping point is a lot of times somebody, it's usually business owner and um, I, I, I... use this visual a lot where most business owners are not actually taught how to run a business or lead a team. So they figure everything out on the fly and they hold it together with band-aids and duct tape. And at some point the wheels are going to fall off and it's either when the wheels fall off or just before the wheels are fall off, they feel it coming that they're like, I need some help. Something has got to change. If I keep doing what I've been doing, I'm going to keep getting the same results. I've been trying to figure out on my own. I've been trying to scrap it together. I've got my band-aids and duct tape, but it's just not holding together any longer. And that's usually the tipping point. And then the um, second part is I cannot remember what podcast I heard this on, but it's my favorite phrase I've heard in years. And it's, you can't see the label from inside the jar. And business owners, we tend to be, even if we're surrounded with a team, even if we're surrounded by people, we tend to be very isolated sometimes because we're trying to figure it all. And we feel like we should have all the answers and we feel like we should do all of the things. And, um, 
you know, we don't want to share our challenges and our problems with our team. And we don't want to take it home and share it with our spouse. And we may or may not have a mastermind group or a coach that we can go to, but we tend to try to figure it out ourselves because that's what we do. We're business owners. We're strong. We're smart. We're professional. And so we live inside a jar. But when you're inside the jar, you can't read the label. And so in order to do something differently or to get out of the jar to make a change, it's really important to have somebody on the outside that can read that label and or that can reach in and lift you out. And I think it's when people realize that I need somebody on the outside. Like there's only so much I can do from inside this jar. It kind of aligns with... um... The work I do in terms of helping professionals with their own businesses work on their business instead of in their business, right? Yeah. Because if you're working on your business, you have that that far-sighted approach and you keep your eye on the North Star. And if you're constantly fighting fires every, every day, working in business just to keep it going, you burn out in a, you know, in a short amount of time. Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, everybody hears that a lot, but they just have to try to practice it. You know, everybody will tell you, yeah, I hear to do this and I I understand and I've heard A, B, C, D, E, and F, and I constantly get reminded of it, but it's actually taking the time to actually do it or hire that person to come in and take a look-see because It, it just takes courage. And, you know, that's a great point. And so I'll start with that as my first key takeaway. I encourage my clients to give themselves a get stuff done day seasonally. And so you can do this yourself. You can do it with a team, but you just block on your calendar and get stuff done day. Because again, that phrase I hear more than anything else is if I could just get caught up and every once in a while we get caught up, but then go, 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 pull, pull, pull. You start going in all the different directions. The things start piling up. So you've got to have some type of maintenance in there. And if you can schedule yourself a get stuff done day or a catch up day or whatever you want to call it, just block yourself a day give yourself the luxury of having that catch up time. So that's my takeaway number one. Takeaway number two is you can't read the label from inside the jar. So find somebody outside the jar to give you some guidance, support, and accountability. And then point number three is do less so that you can accomplish more. Embrace the essentials, filter out the fluff, be really focused and strategic to do less accomplish more and make a bigger impact. I love it. I think that is a perfect way to uh, to leave our audience inspired. Thank you so much for that, Monica. Thank you. This has been fun. Obviously, I love talking about productivity. Other people go, oh my gosh, there's so much. There's all the things. And I'm like, wah. So this is exciting for me. I love, I could do this all day. <laughs> you sound like me in communication. Oh, Lord, don't give me... <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Monica, for joining us in the loop. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me today. Thank you for joining us on In the Loop, the Charlotte Area Chamber weekly business and community podcast with your hosts, Michael Orzak and Diane Chase. If you'd like to be a sponsor, please contact us through our website, charlotteareachamber.com. Join us again next week for the latest scoop in the loop.